Hey there, I'd like to give you a big old fat warning. Some material may be inappropriate if you're a large wiener and can't take jokes, and if you're easily offended by, well, let's just say bad words. But if you're not, well, hell, even if you are, continue listening, because this is the best damn podcast out there. Well, hello there once again, and welcome to the fourth episode of Billy Bob the Podcast. I'm Chris Mole, a.k.a. Billy Bob. I'd like to give a little thanks to my friend Galen Johnson that created that little warning label there for you all. On my last episode, I mentioned I was going to have a Canadian guest. It was my plan to do so, but right before releasing it, the Canadian government caught wind of it and put it under a 14-day quarantine due to the COVID thing. So you're just going to have to wait another two weeks before you can hear that. Instead, today, you'll get to listen to an impromptu episode titled Road to Maggie Valley. I know it's not what I promise, but I think you'll enjoy it all just the same. You'll get to hear all about the epic journey I take along with two of my good friends, Ron Perkins and Jeff Rosenberger. We traveled to Maggie Valley, North Carolina. While there, we attended the Southeastern Mini Truckin' Nats, or Mini Truckin' Nationals as some call it. We went over 5,000 miles and traveled through 14 states. We made many stops and memories along the way. I'll get to that in a minute. As always, this episode is brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear. Make sure to check them out at hammeredapparel.com. Also look them up on Facebook and Instagram. Give them a like and a follow. As well as Precision Auto Wiring. Make sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Look them up for your wiring needs, especially if you're doing an LS swap. On my last episode, titled A Boy in His Truck, I asked people to comment or send me messages if they could relate to some of my stories. A few people did so. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. One of those people being Andrew Prune. He wrote to me and said that he bought his first car from his grandpa at 15. I think he said that was a Dodge Omni. It didn't have an engine. Also, Ruben, yes, OG Ruben, he messaged me and said it reminded him of working on cars with his dad when he was a kid. Also, Brent Teague wrote to me and said he just caught up on all the podcasts. He told me they were great stories. He said it reminds him of him and his papa's relationship. Told me to keep up the good work, man. There's a few others. I really appreciate everybody that gave me feedback. It helps a lot. Whether it's good or bad, I like to hear it all. I'm glad that some people could relate to my stories. Kind of makes it all worthwhile to me. This episode is kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie. We start at the end and work our way backwards through the week while going forward on the day we're discussing. You'll figure it out as you're listening to it. So if you enjoy Quentin Tarantino movies, you'll probably enjoy this episode. Five of us sat down in the living room with the house we were staying in there at Maggie Valley, and I thought it'd be cool to record some of our thoughts and stories of the trip that we were on. We start with Saturday night after the show and kind of work our way back. You'll get to hear all about that here in a little while. I'd like to give a thank you to Jason Welliver, also known as Hardwood, for taking care of all of our accommodations while staying there in Maggie Valley. Thank you. I appreciate it. I know all the other guys appreciate it as well. You're going to hear about most of our trip later on, but here's a quick summary of how the trip home went. Ron and I woke up early Sunday morning. We headed towards home. We were about two or three hours away from Nashville and got a phone call. That phone call just so happened to be Mike Cotton co-host of Motor Trends Faster with Finnegan. They had just wrapped up filming season two and he was on his way home back from Georgia. We asked him where he was and he was about two or three hours away from Nashville. 
And by luck, it just so happened that so were we. So we decided to meet him for lunch. And upon hanging up, I looked up restaurants in Nashville. The first place that popped up was called the Loveless Cafe. It had 4.7 stars out of over 7,000 reviews. So we thought, well, that must be a pretty good place. We continued on our journey, made it there to the Loveless Cafe. Upon arriving, we noticed that the place was packed. I mean, just full and crowded of people. It had a parking lot and an overflow parking lot, which were both full. The place had a separate gift shop and a store where you could buy some of their products. We ended up finding a parking spot next door at the gas station, hoped that we wouldn't get towed away. While Ron was finishing up a little bit of business, replying back to some emails and texts, I walked over to see if I could find a parking spot for Mr. Cotton because we assumed he was towing a trailer as well. As I was walking through the back lot, I turned around and saw him. He greeted me with a great big hug. The last time I'd seen him was about five or six years ago, so that was a nice surprise. We met up with Ron and made our way to the cafe. The hostess informed us that we had a two-hour wait for a table, but all the outside picnic tables and fire pits, yeah, they had these little fire pits with chairs around them. You could kind of sit back and relax around a fire while enjoying your breakfast or lunch. Well, all of those tables and fire pits were first come, first serve, meaning that when somebody got up and left, the first person to get to that table, well, those were the next guests waited upon. It was kind of odd because there were some people just standing at the tables watching people eat. We didn't feel comfortable doing so, so we kind of just stood on the edge of the fire pit area. We stood there and chatted for about 30 or 40 minutes. I was enjoying it because I was getting to hear all about the second season of Faster with Finnegan, getting that little personal preview of everything to come. Finally, I noticed there was two tables that everybody's getting ready to leave at. I motioned to Ron, who made a beeline straight for one of the tables. It was kind of funny. A lady was walking towards it. Ron kind of gave her that mean mug, stink eye look, and she acted like she wasn't heading to that table at all. She just kind of looked away up in the sky walked over, took a picture of the big sign out front, and then casually walked back to the sidewalk. <laughs> so we sat down at that table. The waitress was quick to come take our drink order and food order. We had some good breakfast food, enjoyed a nice brunch. I might not say it was the absolute best breakfast I've ever had, but it was pretty dang good and big portions. We had our brunch and carried on our conversation. A couple hours went by and we decided that, well, we should probably all get back on the road. The whole entire trip, we had taken pictures and checked into about every place we'd stopped and eaten at. But when we first met up with Mike Cotton there, he had mentioned to us that it was so nice just to sit and enjoy a meal with a couple of good friends, not having to talk about the show, even though he pretty much just talked about the show the whole time. I think Ron and I both had the same feeling that instead of taking a picture, posting it up, and checking ourselves in there at the old Loveless Cafe drawing all that attention to ourselves that we would just enjoy a nice friendly conversation with a good friend of ours and just keep those memories to ourselves after we left and we're back on the road ron and i were thinking about it and he mentioned that michael probably see all the places we checked in eat at and wonder why the heck we didn't take a picture and check in with him well it's not because we don't love you buddy we do we just wanted to enjoy that moment and give you a little time of peace and quiet I can tell you, after listening to Cotton tell me about Season 2 of Faster with Finnegan, you're definitely going to want to watch it. I guarantee it. So make sure to tune into that when it comes out on Motor Trend TV. You're not going to want to miss it. A little further down the road, we found out that I-80 through Wyoming was shut down due to snowfall and all the ice on the road. So they closed that road off. It was kind of weird. We went through there just a week prior and there wasn't a sign of snow. Now all of a sudden there was so much snow they'd shut the road down. 
So we decided to drop down and travel through Kansas and take I-70 instead. Sunday evening, we made our way to just past St. Louis. We stayed at the Fairfield Inn, and Ron ordered some of St. Louis's famous Emo's Pizza. I'd never tried it, but I'd heard all about it. It was pretty good. I love the flavor of it, and the crust is a really thin cracker-type crust. I posted a picture of it, and somebody mentioned that it was cut in funny shapes. If you don't know, in the Midwest, pizza is cut into squares, not the triangle slices like most people know. My wife and I, we really like it cut like that. We occasionally order from Papa John's, and you can check the Midwest cut on the menu, and she does so. But anyways, we stayed there at the Fairfield Inn and enjoyed our Emo's Pizza, and we had a couple mixed drinks. We slept pretty good, woke up the next morning. The hotel had some of their hotel food. We ate some rubber egg omelets and little thin sliced ham that looked more like Canadian bacon. I ate a yogurt as well. We had some little tiny cartons of juice. They were like a two by two square. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. You had to drink about six of them to even get a glass full. I had some hotel coffee. It was all right. We continued on from St. Louis to Kansas City. We got into Kansas City, Kansas. And there we met a friend of ours, Shannon Caldell. I hope I said his last name right. I'm pretty good about butchering last names. I know I make fun of people pronouncing mine wrong, but I get people's last names wrong all the time, so I guess I really don't have room to talk. We met him there in Kansas City, and we had some Five Guys burgers, because, well, who doesn't like putting Five Guys in and around their mouths? After getting our fill of Five Guys, we journeyed through Kansas hoping to make a little past Denver, but that didn't happen. We made it to the little town of Lyman, Colorado, and stayed in a $79.99 a night hotel room. We got out there. I was in shorts and a t-shirt. Ron was in pajama bottoms and flip-flops, and it was minus two degrees outside. <laughs> we got checked into our room, and Ron decided he was going to order pizza from the Pizza Hut right next door. When he called, they informed him that they had just shut down and were no longer taking orders. He checked on his phone, and there was a Wendy's in the gas station next door. So we went outside, walked next door to the gas station, and it was closed. Looking across the street, we noticed that the station over there was open. Ron mentioned walking over there, but I informed him I didn't think I could make it. I was so freezing cold, I didn't think I could make it much more. So we hopped in the truck, cranked the heater, and drove the truck across the street to the store. Ron got a couple Hot Pockets. I got a big old Monster Burrito. And we were pretty sure there was a microwave in our room. We couldn't quite remember. Just our luck, there was. So we ate our Hot Pockets and Monster Burrito, shared some pretzels, had a couple more drinks, and called it a night. We woke up Tuesday morning, had a 15-hour drive to make it to my place in Boise. We wanted to leave fairly early, but we didn't get out of there till around 7 o'clock. I had to have my morning coffee, so we went to the gas station across the street. I got some coffee and continued moving right on down the road. We made our way through Denver, got to the pass there on I-70, and we hit ice and snow, and there were some pretty big ruts in the road, had Ron white-knuckling most of the way. Although it was beautiful scenery, if you've never taken I-70, I highly recommend it. It is gorgeous. It is well worth the drive. We stopped at a gas station there somewhere on top of the pass, filled up with diesel. I got some Dunkin' Donuts for us, and actually some good coffee. <laughs> I didn't have very good luck with coffee during this entire trip, which you'll hear more about later on. But we continued on from there, finally made it to the Utah border. I don't think Ron's ever been so happy to see sunshine and dry roads. We stopped at the Welcome to Utah sign, got out for some selfies, 
tag that road sign there with some hammered weekend wear, mini garage, and Billy Bob the podcast stickers. From there on out, the road was pretty nice. Ron didn't have that puckered butthole and his death grip on the steering wheel had loosened up quite a bit. We traveled through Salt Lake. We were thinking about stopping and seeing our buddy Izzy there that works for Condigit, but we just didn't have time. We would have liked to have done so, but we were just ready to get home and we were tired. We made it about two hours away from where I live here in Nampa, Idaho and stopped to get diesel. That was just a little before midnight. The gas station still had a Carl Jr.'s open. So I decided to get one last hamburger in before getting home and back to eating healthy. We left that station there in Burley, Idaho with a couple hours to go, like I'd mentioned. Made a little ways down the road. I looked over at Ron and could tell that he was just done for. He could barely keep his eyes open, so I offered to drive. He asked me if I was awake. (laughs) Well, I was awake more than he was, I can tell you that. So I got in the driver's seat and I continued our journey to my house. I live on I-84 off of exit 36. When we got to milepost 136, I was like, yes, 100 miles to go. Got to milepost 86, and I was like, yes, 50 more miles to go. I can tell you I don't remember the last time I was so happy to see the Boise City lights. (laughs) Even though we'd made it to Boise, we still had about 20 miles to go to my exit there in Nampa. Finally got to exit 36. Had this big old sigh of relief. I live about a mile straight down from that exit there off the highway. There's two stop signs that we have to go through. Made it to the first stop sign. I took off. And between the first and second stop sign, about another half mile down the road, (laughs) I get this nudge on my shoulder and Ron's like, hey, (laughs) well, (laughs) I'd kind of dozed off between stop signs there. (laughs) Thankfully, we were just about to my house. I told Ron I'd just unload everything in the morning. Ron made a comment about how jealous he was that I was finally home, and he wasn't. We walked inside the house, and my wife, Michelle, had already blown up a big air mattress and made a bed for Ron. (laughs) I just remember him saying, oh, look at that, and he instantly flopped down on it and fell asleep. I mean, within a couple seconds, he was out sawing logs. The next morning, I got up a little early, got a couple cats that like to have their breakfast on time and were banging on our bedroom door. So I got up, fed them, sat down with some coffee, surfed the old Facebook, Instagram, let Ron sleep till about 9 a.m. Finally, he woke up. I got all my stuff out of the truck. Well, I got to go back in my house, kick back in the recliner, drink a second cup of coffee while Ron still had a six-hour drive home. He did text me a picture of a Bonzo burger from CNS Burgers in Boardman, Oregon. I guess he can say he got in one more hamburger than I did. You win. It was an epic and magical adventure to say the least. Definitely one more for the books. And now that you've heard the story of our trip home, here's a little bit about how the week prior went. Hope you enjoy it. I know we all did. Let me know what you think. If you like it, I'll invest in some better equipment to record future group conversations at upcoming shows. Out of all the shows I've been to in my life, this is right up there with one of my all-time favorites. There were so many quality vehicles there. I believe around seven to 800 truck in attendance. The after-show cruising was awesome. Basically, it's a one-road town. There's a main two-way road and has a turn lane right in the middle. Everybody just cruises up and down that road. People hang out in the motel and store parking lots up and down the road and just watch people cruise, visit, hang out. I was also amazed at the amount of OG mini-truckers that came out of the woodwork. I got to meet a lot of them for the first time, many that I used to talk to back on the street source days or that I've had conversations with on social media. People such as Phil Fowler, Dustin Haven, Carrie Bewley. 
Got to meet them for the first time. It was awesome. There are many other OG, triple OGs from around the country as well. Like I said, it's a great show. If you ever get the opportunity to make it out to Maggie Valley for the Southeastern Mini Truck and Nats, I highly recommend it. Now, on with the show. We are here on Saturday night at the Southeastern Mini Truck Nats in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. It rained, and as soon as it started raining, instantly the cruising stopped. It was just dead. We decided to walk back to our house, and we're just all chilling here, and we'll go over what happened on day seven of the road to Maggie Valley, the guys from the Northwest. We're all sitting here. I've got Jeff Rosenberger. <laughs> say it. Go ahead. Say it. Okay. Go ahead. He now has the name of Jizz Off. <laughs> Thanks to Jason Ballard, ODB. Wipe it off her chin. <laughs> Wipe it off your chin. I totally told him it's better than being jizzed on. <laughs> that is true. And I have Ron Perkins. He's got so many aliases, I don't even know what to call him. Someday I'll have a cool nickname. Like Brett the Hitman Heart. The Hitman Heart. <laughs> I love it. And I have Matt Weathers. I don't know if he's got any nicknames or not. Santa Claus likes yeah, to dress Santa. up. And that, Santa Claus. And that unicorn head. And we have Chuck from Florida that's probably not going to say a word, but he'll sit there and watch. He's recording it. <laughs> he's recording it, nodding his head. He's like, yep. He's We're recording it. Are, Re- are you watching Jizz Off? That's what I <laughs> Everybody's. Everybody's watching Jizz Off right now. <laughs> jizz Off. And of course, I am Chris Mole, a.k.a. Billy Bob. So now we've got everybody's names here and there. And we're just going to run through what day seven of our magical little adventure was like. I woke up this morning and I was trying to be nice and not turn on the lights, but I wanted coffee. So I walked into the kitchen, opened the cupboard, and last night I made decaf coffee. And I thought I put that box of coffee, the little curd cups on the top of the caffeinated coffee. So I grabbed the bottom box of coffee, made my coffee. And I was in here drinking it, and Jizz Off comes in here. God damn it. And he informs me that I'm drinking decaf. So that ruined my morning. I was a little bit pissed off by then. That's the last time I tried to be nice. So we I got... appreciate you not waking me up, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But we decide that. We're going to walk down the street, a little six-minute walk, and get coffee at a coffee shop. And so Jeff and Ron and Chuck and I, we head down the street in search for coffee. And Jeff mentions that this little village cafe has all-you-can-eat breakfast, and they bring out a big platter or plate and said that we should do that tomorrow. Well, since we're taking off early in the morning, Ron decided that it'd probably be best if we do that this morning. So we did an impromptu early breakfast went into this village cafe and they brought us a great big huge platter of breakfast full of what eggs and grits and bacon and sausage, sausage and, and gravy biscuits gravy the, the the apples the spiced apples oh that's right spiced apples yeah and non-decaf coffee and no i had coffee i had you had decaf Solid. there no, it was caffeinated. Yeah, you had some yeah. caffeine finally. Yeah, yeah finally. Non-decaf. Oh, non-decaf. Yeah. It was. It's, so it was like a mom and pops cracker barrel. Yeah, it's called uh, Country Vittles, something like that. Like yeah, Country yeah. Vittles. Country Vittles. Oh. And Chuck Dog had some orange juice. Yes, 
He was the only one that didn't drink coffee. I yeah. know. Well, we're from the Northwest, so. Yeah, coffee capital. He was from Florida and drink fucking orange juice. Orange juice capital of the world. Orange juice capital. You said something on my podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's recorded now. Too late. Fuck. <laughs> so, we ate breakfast and then we headed on to, over to the show, opened up the Hammered Weekend Wear booth, the trailer there. And I think from the get go, we started getting swamped with uh, people coming up to it, huh? Yeah, we were slammed from 9 o'clock to, I think lunch was about 3 before. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff went, gave me a break and I sat down for the first time. Yeah, we were we were hammered at the hammered booth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was a lot of people asking for those VIP passes that we sold out of Friday in about three hours. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we worked the booth. I started to walk around a little bit and I ran into Todd Faulkner from Tennessee and that took about an hour of my time, and then I decided that I would go back to the hammer booth and try to help out there a little more. And I think old Jeff Jizoff was out recording his thing. I did. A, I did a bunch of recording. I met some cool people. It's cool to talk to the little guys that are that are building stuff at home, that are still putting quality trucks out, and uh, and and meeting up with those guys. And so then there was also in when I was out walking around, uh, my buddy Dave messaged me last week and he was like can you give me some tickets to get in there i'm like man they've been sold out since january and um i said there's, there's just no way it's not happening uh, and then i ran into matt middleton who was walking by and i said oh this is my buddy dave and he goes oh would you want to get in the show and and, and dave's like yeah go, go, talk, go talk to madu madu's got some tickets so we ran over grabbed madu so dave got his truck into the show and it was awesome and i can't thank these guys enough for you know everybody taking care of everybody even out here this far from home and we're we're getting getting our friends into shows and that was you know that was cool meeting up with other people looking at um there's a mazda some some old school mazda trucks uh from bonsai that i checked out with a whole bunch of uh pinstripes on the on the frame i'll have that in maybe an episode two or three you know about maybe a month or two from now, you get to see some of that stuff on the on our YouTube channel. But then I came back, and it was I didn't think I was gone that long, but I came back and it was three o'clock, and <laughs> and I and yeah, I'm like Ron, you guys you guys gotta go eat, and and I I told you the same thing, go get some get some food, get out of here, and I hold it down, and I was able to hold it down, and I and again people coming by the booth tell me that they're appreciating what I'm doing, I know you heard it too, I did. Um, it was it's very humbling to, to to hear that come from people that you've never met before and I really appreciate it and uh, it's awesome so yeah it's, you, it's pretty cool huh? can you tell Jeff's a youtuber because we're recording a podcast and he's still he's he's still recording mini garage he's talking with his hand over which you can be here to see it yeah it, it is pretty funny his there's no are, video camera his hands are waving I everywhere I was mini garage over here <laughs> oh, I, got my, I got my shirt on yeah yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what you're wearing on this one. <laughs> well, hell, I'll pull them down. No, it's all right. Keep <laughs> clothes off. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of funny. The hands are flying all over. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is pretty cool to have people come to the booth and meet people for the first time. I met a lot of people for the first time here. 
Um, people that I've known for a long time, people that I was in the club subculture with way back in the day. I went uh, Lee Farmer and then uh, Rick Krusenberry. Yeah, somebody yeah. I talk to all the time. He's a great guy. I'll be getting ready for work in the morning, and it'll be 5 o'clock there where I'm at, and I'll just make my lunch, sit down with a cup of coffee, and all of a sudden I'll get a message, you know, how are you doing this morning? And so I think it's cool because just out of the blue, I'll get a message from him. So I talked to him quite a bit. It was cool to see him face-to-face, in fact, actually get it shake hands with him and meet him. I shook his hand too and he comments on a lot of my stuff and it was and he's very positive and it was great to meet him and again just super cool people out here and and um, lots of people that I have been friends with on Facebook for a long time or at that time and before that MySpace and you get to meet him and I'm gonna put my hands down. <laughs> you <gotta laughs> look at still it. Doing it. <laughs> but you know I mean you know what I mean. it's uh it, it's yeah. It's, are you flying an airplane, or what do you do? <laughs> I, I I really want to thank Ron for um, inviting me to come because it's it's just a, it's experience. It's it's experience of a lifetime, and we talked about it on the on in the truck. Is you have to commit to it and do it. It's you know find a way. It's you know packing in hotel rooms and and riding six deep in a truck and pitching in paying for gas together and and. Eating top ramen if you got to do it, but come out to these shows that are across the country because it's a different world and people are so welcoming. Look, they're supporting our brother right here. Like this is they're gonna they're gonna make his dream a reality because there's shows all over the country that he's gonna be able to go to and support the scene and be able to give something back. So it's cool. It is. It's very cool. It's amazing. I mean, the amount of people that. I've talked to over the years over the internet and then going cross country and meeting them and stuff and, and uh, Josh Rowan is the guy that I've talked to a lot and finally met him today you know I've tried to meet up with him at other shows here you know when I've been in the area and finally did that today I've talked to that guy probably eight years on the internet you know there's a lot of it's it's kind of cool really you talk to people and you almost feel like you know them and then you meet them in person you know and yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, another one that I met for the first time today face-to-face was Dustin Haven. And old school, way back from the 90s, had the uh, truck called Suicide Toy, blew up the zebra print. And yeah. The original owner, builder, and painter of that truck. Uh, it's cool to, you know, see some, I guess you'd call them OG. I hate to refer to us as OGs, but we are getting old. and meeting Dustin. What's that? It's all in your mind. It is. That's why I tell everybody, too. It's funny because I don't think that I'm that old, but then, you know, Mike Murray comes up to me and says, hey, some guy came over to the booth and he says, hey, is that guy at the hammer booth your dad? And I'm like, how, how do I look old enough to be that guy's dad? I hope I don't look that old or I don't think I look that old. But That started early. Yeah. So, so you never know. I guess maybe I am getting up there, but... Yeah, it is it definitely been great meeting all these people. Just some people that just meet for the first time today, this weekend. I took a picture with Dave DeCorver and... Uh, doppelganger. Doppelganger. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. And I thought I drank too much when I seen double. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's like, I've already had that. How many fingers on the whole nut? Well, I only see two fingers, but there's two of you as well. <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely seen pictures of him and had to do a double take to see if it was you before. Yeah, yeah that's kind of odd. Yeah. 
I need to get that dude in a mini garage shirt and a hat, and we're gonna we're gonna party. <laughs> and run around like twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you see David Corver at the Awakening, it might just be me. Oh wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he gets that quite a bit. Yeah, I'm sure. Lots yeah. of people come up to Are you Jeff from Mini Garage? I doubt it. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's gonna start to call him Jizz off now. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> no. Please, all of you right now, run into Dave DeCorver and say, "Are you Jizz off?" Chuck <laughs> <laughs> oh. all over it. <laughs> yep. Next time I see him at the show, Jizz off. Oh, oh man, it, it's always funny how people get a nickname, and I think. Old Jeff Rosenberger, Mini Garage, now going to be known as Jizzoff to everybody. <laughs> oh. You heard it first right here on this podcast. <laughs> so, just think, you'll never forget this weekend. Never. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Making a good memories. time. So, this show, I mean, there's so much great stuff about this show. The, not only the quality of trucks and all the old school trucks that showed up and all the people that you met and saw and, and the being here in the valley... And all the leaves on the trees, they're all orange and brown from the autumn. It's and foliage season. Yes. I mean what it, the northern northeasterns call it the foliage season. But we didn't foliage get to see season. all the goats. We saw some of the goats. There was but some. we did. We saw goats that were up on the hillside and mm-hmm. it made a lot more sense why on the artwork of the t shirt there's a goat driving the truck. Absolutely. I, I was wondering about that before we came here. And there is well yeah, and I saw pictures of the stuff that Sean Rose was Bead rolled and there was goats. I'm like, what's with all the goats? What's up? What's up? Yeah, what's me right? too. I'm like, we're not going to Montana. <laughs> you know? They have no reason to be scared. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, well, maybe, maybe Matt is over on the East Coast. So. Sometimes I gotta entertain myself. I, I, oh man, no. I mean, there was no but reason. but other than that, um, if you say, what do you like most about this show? Oh. Uh, what I love well had to be the Malloy's barbecue that was pretty good that was some awesome barbecue Um, no seriously it's all the different trucks like I mean I've been to Northwest shows for years and years and years and it's good seeing everybody but you see the same trucks for years and it's still it's still awesome and there's there's one or two new ones every year and that's that and that continues what we do but coming out here and seeing 400 trucks you've never seen before. Maybe you see pictures on the internet or pictures in magazines and all the all the truck sclerosis, like Yeah, I was pretty blown away by that. It's like I was kind of in the impression there was like three or four of them and what was there six? There were six. Yeah. And there's talking they were talking that uh, uh, Bill that we just Bill Miller that we just met tonight, he said next year there might even be more. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that too. And, and Bill Miller has that yellow yeah. truck Sorosa with a removable top. With a removable top. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's really nice. And he says he's working on a he's got an S10, S10. with a truck Sorosa kit on. Yeah. Wow. So you you want to talk about something that's coming out. These guys are preserving these trucks and they're bringing them back. And if you haven't seen one in person, you're missing out. So um, I don't know where they're facing. I mean... I know Madu's on Facebook. Uh, look on Instagram for some of this Truck Sarosa stuff. I know that we talked to Bill Miller. 
And there's a bunch of other old school truck guys that are bringing these things back, and they are cool. And they're with bright yellow. They're like the ones I saw were yellow. There's totally and, jelly beans out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool. I was just like, boy, that's totally. You know, 80s in the jelly beans, I mean. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you can't find the parts. So these trucks, when you find them, you have to buy them right now. You have to be ready to make pull the trigger because they'll be gone. Yeah, that's out of all the trucks that were here. What, four? I don't know how many were in attendance. I know there was a shit ton of trucks. I mean, more than you see at a Northwest show. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. And I think two that I know of, well, three, because I've seen Todd's truck before in person when I was at his house. And I think Chick's Ride, I've seen before, yeah. and the Look That Kills, is that what it is? Josh yeah, Josh Ellis' truck. That, Josh Ellis' is yeah. Holy hell. That is a nice truck. That is yeah. so badass. Like, And he's done a very good job at preserving that piece of history. Yeah, he's updated it quite a bit. New interior. And he's I know. made a lot of changes since the last time I saw it. I think yeah. three years ago when I was at Slam Fest. Yeah, and I, I saw it 20 years ago at Rezzo's when I took my Mazda there when it was Peach. The year I got shot for the cover of Mini Trucking, it was there at that show, but it, it wasn't what it looks like. I don't remember it looking as nice as what it looks now. I mean, he did. He's got it looking really good. Um, and it was really cool to see the uh, Craig Raleigh's truck. The Take Two, the yeah. Take Two Mazda that was Ty Zito's. Yeah, and again, wow! Like, and then to be there in the in the hammer booth with it. Yeah. And and the and the the shirt just coming out. So there's <clears throat> there's all the all the attention around the truck that's in the booth, and then there's we got all the shirts. So just. And I know a lot of people think that he just bought that truck and just cleaned it up and updated a little bit. I've seen pictures of it. He tore that truck all the way down and restored that truck back up to where it's at now. He didn't just, wasn't like he just went and bought this truck that was yeah, sitting in a garage someplace. And I, I yeah. think it's really cool, if you haven't seen it, to know, like, in the bed, you think it's, it's just painted bed cover, but it's, Lexan is painted over. You can see inside the speaker box. You can see the ports. You can see the amps. And it's all underneath some of the graphics, and it's mm-hmm. really cool. And I was thinking that I was going to try to stay away from Tweed in my Mazda, but it, it went so well with the vinyl and, and two-tone, and it, it makes me think more about it. Not that I'm 100% in it, because I was trying to stay away from the Tweed, but it looks so clean, and it's just that's just how that era was. Right, yeah. It, I think that Tweed, I don't know, it's, I've always liked it, but... The only time I don't like it is when it's filthy, dirty, and it's all ripped to hell. Well, <laughs> yeah, and that's why in my S10 I had a darker, like a darker gray, and this was a light gray, and it just it just popped in there. Yeah. With the with the red vinyl, and I'm like, man, oh, because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. When you started talking about that Craig's truck, and then you said you were kind of on the. Th- I thought you were gonna do a blow like that. Yeah. Big system. And- no, I'm doing a different big system. Okay. Try to talk you up and do a big ass walkthrough, but yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. Dude, <laughs> hey, I, I've had a walkthrough before. Yeah, in my Mazda, it was cut through and welded up twice, and I can tell you, it it's loud. It's like loud. you get so much road noise back there. It's, yeah, and it's, it's cold. I mean, up there, it does. Or yeah. get cold. Yeah. And I've got. I mean, I the subwoofer enclosure is built. Like I'm committed to it. So Jeff looks for this this topper forever. He finally finds it, and now he's gonna get it all together. And put this huge system in the back and end up cracking the shit out of that shell. Yep, there you go. <laughs> All the windows out, cracking the shell. Uh, Poor Mazda. 
No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna sound dead the whole inside of it. Everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Matt? What you, I know you got here late. You drove from your job in what Pittsburgh, right? Yep. I'm north of Pittsburgh working. And then made the track down here. Yep. Came down. Uh, I mean, besides seeing a lot of the trucks that I've seen down at Florida shows that I've been to, there's. Yeah, I was just overwhelmed by how many nice trucks. I mean, just you know, and it's like. Also, the whole, you know, the amount of vehicles that I've seen in magazines in the past. You know, that's another thing. It's just like, you're just overwhelmed. In fact, even just kind of rolling into town, the amount of of vehicles cruising the strip out here, you know, that weren't even uh, in the show, that were outside and stuff. Just the amount, just, I mean, it's like, it kind of reminded me to go into like a big hot rod show, like a good guy show there. yeah, Puyallup and stuff, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff out in the parking lot, even going down to stuff in Portland, you know, and just the amount of stuff. Just Yeah, the, the this morning when we were done with breakfast, everybody was still lined up waiting to get in here. You weren't here yesterday, but there was a ton of trucks and people here already yesterday. Yeah. And somebody had said that the line to get in the one direction was over a mile long. And I know there was quite probably half a mile maybe when we were walking the other way yeah, yeah the other way yeah that's i mean it's it's a small venue but the amount of i mean amount of quality vehicles that show up for it, it just, yeah yeah it's super cool i yeah. mean this this was a great show yeah. it's like i said it, it far exceeded my expectations coming yeah to a show. i uh I, i'm really glad i came down i mean it was kind of up in the air and it was a last minute thing and yeah that's mine was last minute too I just, with the COVID being shut down, I really didn't plan on coming here, but I was jonesing to go do something or go to yeah. the show. I've and been, I mean, little car shows and, and cruise nights and stuff up in the <clears throat> northern part of the United States where I've been working up there and stuff and then coming down to this, it, you know, I've been ready for a car show of some kind. Yeah, that was me. I got to thinking about it and the Slam Fest was coming up, so I messaged Ron and Asked him if he's flying Slam Fest, and he says, "No, I'm not going to Slam Fest because uh, the uh, the mini NASA's the weekend after." And I said, no, "I'd like to go to that too, but no, I guess I'll just wait till LST." And he says, well, "Why don't you go with me? I'll pick you up on the way." And I'm like, "You're driving there, <laughs> like so?" Yeah, well, yeah, it's wrong. Why not? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, surprise, surprise. Need but, somebody to monitor the gas gauge for me. Yeah, speaking of that. <laughs> Look, you, you turned on twice. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Once, <laughs> once is pretty good. Oh, sorry. So, 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 sorry, I opened up that can of worms. <laughs> we were, we, we had been gone from his house like a half an hour and the thing came on. Oh, yeah, we weren't even off the mountain yet. <laughs> but that means we were going downhill. So. We probably should yeah. take that Dodge back and get it checked out. Make sure that thing's all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what, I guess not gas. It's diesel, but still it's fuel. Yeah, yeah you run on that, out on that, it's not going to be like running out of gas on a, a gas truck. Right. I, I will say the death light never came on. He's, he's very oh, aware of that. Yeah. We didn't have a problem with the death, but yeah, it's the fuel light came on a few times, at least twice. Typical run. It just wouldn't be a road trip. Only twice. Yeah, only twice. That's a win. <laughs> that's it probably, only came on. He didn't that's have to, didn't have to fuel, so. He's probably like, yes, that's, I, I beat it. <laughs> I thought it 
was funny when you said that somebody commented on the post of that and said that, hey, remember that time? I think it was Leckbold said we ran out of gas. Oh, in Texas? In Texas, yeah. got a gas can and then had to use it again in Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's funny. All on the same, I mean, you run out of gas twice on the same trip. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was coming back. So yeah. I think I was getting cocky because we were running on the way there. Yeah, and that was Tex Mex. That was that was a hell of a show. But that's another episode. Yeah. Here's how I'd be worried because you haven't made it home yet. Like you can still run out. Yeah, we do have the trip home. That is correct. <laughs> got a full gas can and trailer. No, I, I do. do. Yeah. Generator. Yeah, that's not gonna help us. <laughs> I don't have a diesel can. <laughs> I want to fill it up. <laughs> that's a possibility. Fill that thing up. Yeah. You know how that thing runs on just death. Yeah. Just death, no fuel. <laughs> I, I accidentally, when I was traveling around for work, it was about at 4.35 in the morning. I was in Blue Earth, Minnesota, I believe is where Blue Earth is, where the Jolly Green Giant statue is. I think it's the halfway point of I-90. And anyways, I stayed there at this hotel, got up early, and had to fill up the truck with diesel. And... Well, in the Northwest, you're just used to driving up to the pumps. You see black handle, black handle, black handle, green handle. It's diesel, black handle, black handle, green, whatever. So it's early and I'm tired and it's middle of winter. There's snow everywhere. It's cold and dark. And I pull up to this pump to get diesel and I see black handle, black handle, yellow handle, black handle, black handle, black handle, yellow handle. So I pull up to the pump, get out, open it up, grab the yellow handle, flip it on. Fill up the truck, and it was almost completely empty, so I fill this thing all the way up, take off, get about a block and a half away, and the truck starts going, and I'm thinking, what the hell, like, is the tranny going out in this thing? It's just sputtering, doesn't want to move, dies out, and I start it back up, it goes a little bit, jerks on the road, dies out again, I'm thinking, what the heck's going on? I can't figure it out, it's not wanting to start, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I put diesel in this thing. I walk all the way back to this gas station and I look at the pump at the yellow handle. I'm like, what in the fuck is E85? Corn fed. That's right. Corn fuel. Yeah. And guess what? We don't have in the Northwest. Yeah. Corn fuel. Yeah. Special spots you find. It. Yeah. yeah very rare. They have it, but not at every yeah. pump like they do through yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. And so... There I am, I have to lay out on the road and drain the, all the tank. I, I had happened to have three-inch airline in the trailer, and I, that was the only thing that fit in there, and I had to suck and siphon that thing out, and I had a big waste oil tank in the back of the truck, and I drained all that in there. And then there was an O'Reilly's right down the street, and by that time it was open. By the time I got done siphoning it all out, and changed the filter, changed that. Got the thing started up and learned my lesson about paying attention to what the colored handle was at the gas pumps. <laughs> but, you know, even even like if you have a, a storage can of fuel, if you look for a, for a storage can, diesel is yellow can. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, and I, and I, I, I know about E85 because my wife's car takes E85. And there's oh, a couple okay. places in Portland that sell it, but it's, it's more friendly than gas petroleum product, but it's more expensive. It gets... Crappier mileage. I know some of the race guys use E85, so I guess you know. But diesel's green. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that now. All right. Yeah, I'll never make that mistake. But all the all the other people that drive through the Midwest, diesel's yeah. green. 
actually, I called one of the guys that worked with us. He was someplace else, and he said, in North Dakota, this actually happens quite often. Really? Yeah. He yeah. said, believe it or not, guys will go up there to North Dakota to work that don't know better. Yeah. And they will put, they'll fill up with E85. Well, I, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. So, in a lot of newer cars, they have yellow caps on them so that you know that it'll take either or. Oh, okay. So they, um, well, that makes sense. So the yellow, But at the time, like I said, I, I didn't know. not being dark and early in the morning and just didn't really want to be awake at that time anyway. I just, I saw a different colored handle and thought, that's, that's the one. That's the one. And there I went, 40 some gallons of E85 in a decent kind of tank. like decaf coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks for reminding me. It was dark and it was early morning. Let's <laughs> trying to be a nice guy. I put decaf in the caffeine hole. <laughs> Isn't the decaf coffee green also? Like the, the label's green on decaf. That, that's a possibility. Yeah. It was dark. Yeah. I couldn't see. I just, you're colorblind. No, no. I see you got the, the red. The, the painters, it's colorblind. Hammer and fire. That I'm not. When it's dark, I have a problem seeing. You can't tell a painter that he's colorblind. They'll never believe you. You know what? One of the best painters that I knew over there, he was colorblind. And that guy, you'd be blending paint, and it wouldn't quite match, and he'd walk up, and he'd go, oh, that needs some green in it. This color's red. Like, there's no green in this color. And he goes, just trust me, put a little bit of it. He'd walk over, and he'd grab a thing, and he'd open up the top of it and look at it, and he'd dump a little in there and mix it. Sure enough, like, it was just the weirdest thing. That guy would see colors that you'd never seen. He was great at blending colors. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy, but... Yeah, so how about you, Ron? What's your favorite part of the show? You've been here more than once. Yeah, um, I was I was telling people today, they were asking me, you know, how the show was going and and, uh, and whatnot. I spent a good majority of it in the booth, but I did get out a couple times. The the thing that really caught my eye this year, as opposed to last year, is that this year on Friday, the show overall um, was busier on Friday than it was Saturday last year. Oh. So So I knew... I knew that Saturday was going to be crazy. Yeah, and it was and, crazy. And it was crazy. It was, it was, I think, I think it was that awesome has something crazy. to do a lot with so many shows being postponed or yeah. canceled and stuff, and everybody just wanted to get out. And yeah, get it's out. part of that. And, and um, you know, Jason Bell and his whole crew, my hat is, is off to them because they, they they bust their ass, and they and you can tell, um, you know, how much they care about the show and, and, and the people and the vendors and uh, the participants and... And everybody so um so yeah I, I i think that's the the thing that sticks out the most is that um that the show um has consistently grown leaps and bounds um i last year heard stories about um old, the old days when it was in pigeon forge and then when they moved here and it was a um couple hundred vehicle car show and and where it is now so that's that's super cool that they that they put in a lot of hard work and, and it's paying off for them so and i i was i was and as, as ron started talking the, the truck cirrhosis were cool, and the the absolutely coolest thing that I saw, and I, it slipped my mind when I was thinking about it, but it hands down was the VIP party at the at the Hammer booth with OLP and Asphalt Army. They uh, they had right before that right before the VIP party, they did the um, DJ Maze came out. There was a there was first there was one, then there was two passes for the for the VIP party. And they they auctioned those off, 
and then they got given back, and then more people brought some um, some passes up, and they got auctioned off, and then Street Trucks Magazine uh, threw in a one-year subscription to Street Trucks. Was it the Spark Show that gave a free entry, I think? Yes. So the Spark Show threw in a free entry to their Spark Show. Asphalt Army threw in a banner. OLP threw in a skate deck. And I think, and it was all going towards Sean Rose is working with, what is it, Beth Ward's family and, and helping them out. And so it was going to a great cause. And they'd already gathered up, I think, what'd they say, like seven grand yeah. at the front, at the main stage from the whole show. But just that VIP section put together another... Couple grand. Couple, couple grand, grand, yeah, like yeah. right on the spot. And it was amazing to see all these people working together and coming out and supporting this great cause. And um, Sean was kind of blown away. And he'd been working all day in the OLP booth, beat rolling stuff. And here's something that's close to him and all these people coming together for it. So, hands down, that was probably the coolest thing I saw all weekend. That was really cool. I also, it was hard for me not to start to tear up when a kid that got given this, the truck, the S10 yeah. pickup, and I think they said his Instagram is what, in the grass photography or in, something? In, like. in the grass photography, I think. And I gave him a mini garage sticker. Yeah, but that was pretty cool when uh, when his dad came out. I believe that was probably his dad. Yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian's his name. Brian Hague, I think is his last name. H A G G E. Uh, yeah, that's that was pretty cool to see because I, I stood right there when he did it, and uh, you know I was probably five feet away when he handed that kid the keys out of the window, and that kid, I, I mean, he was beside him, so he didn't even know what to say. And if you didn't catch that, I think that that's on the Street Trucks YouTube page, so you could see that. Um, follow Street Trucks Magazine YouTube page. And you can see that when they give that kid his truck. In dot, duh, dot, grass photography. Yeah, he's on there. He's up and coming photographer. Just a young kid. Looks like he either just he, got his license yeah. or going to get his license. Yeah, he just had a birthday, yeah. He had been working all summer to buy his first truck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was cool. And then they gave him that truck so he can take all that money and put towards bags and wheels and whatever he wants for that truck. Yeah, that was, that was pretty hard not to just tear right up when you know you see yeah. something like that because i mean that whole vip party the barbecue food the music the just everybody hanging out and having a good time and seeing that stuff going on it, it was really a great time well and the freak master made an appearance too he did yeah. yep the freak master shannon he showed up well he lives in south carolina yeah. so it's not like he made a long track journey right. from no but, but I, haven't, I haven't seen him the rest of the weekend and here it was Kind of winding down, and I think he was hiding from you. I saw him over there in the in the booth over there with the freaks where they were pinstriping and stuff. Yeah, that's oh, I'd, seen oh, him, the, I'd seen him hiding out okay. there. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. He, was, he was hanging out. I was trying guys. to get him on my YouTube, but it didn't. No, yeah. it, it, it was cool. Um, and there was lots of people there. And um, Shannon brought his truck out too. Shannon did bring his truck. Yeah, yeah the so he's been he's been working on the seven twenty. looks looks good. He's making some headway on it. Yeah, so it's, it's got a blank side show on it. Yep. Speaking of blank side shows, yeah, it's uh, that was pretty cool. Um, last night, Friday night. Well, Friday we got here, and even that was a busy day. Even yesterday, we were pretty busy at the booth all day, and we sold out the VIP passes sold in three out hours. Quick. We did that, and then you know saw some people, went around, checked some stuff out, and then 
old Jizoff and I dressed up for the party, the costume party. That was rigged. It was. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is with the. So, you know. Wait I, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we need to give Angie Rosenberger a shout out. Well, hell yeah. So. Yeah, I heard that yes. was what made the whole thing happen. Yeah, yeah. So, my <laughs> wife, like, we talked. Before we left, we and we heard about the we heard about the Halloween party, and I was like, oh, I got, I got I've got this this hot dog outfit. I gotta take this hot dog outfit. Well, somebody didn't make a list. Somebody didn't make a list, Better right? Stop this, stop I, a list I did, thing. and and Ron had a list, and Chris had a list. Guess who didn't have a list? Guess who didn't bring a costume, a sleeping bag, an air mattress, a pillow? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. Okay. But I got a hundred eighty-seven dollars worth of jerky. Yes, you did. I mean, who? Well, I just bought almost two hundred dollars worth of jerky. I'm set for a road trip. <laughs> but so I, we get to like Utah, and I'm like, oh, I didn't bring my hot dog. I didn't bring my hot dog costume, and so I call my wife, and she's getting ready to head out of town at the same time. And it's Monday. I'm like, hey, can you find my Halloween costume and put it in a priority mailbox and ship it to Graphic Disorder? Maybe we can get it Thursday. And she reluctantly does it and pays nine sixty to ship this Halloween costume across the country. And so, yes, thank and you. And it arrived on Thursday. And it arrived on Thursday. And it actually, when she dropped it off, she, she sent me a receipt that said it was going to be dropped off Friday. I'm like, Friday? That doesn't work. But, but it showed up Thursday when we were there loading the, loading the trailer. Yes. So thank you, wife, for all you do. There you go. It shows that you know she really loves you. Well, she don't want to hear me whine. That's probably it. Yeah. She don't want to hear about it when you get home. <laughs> so it, it, anyway, they have this. Uh, was it the costume uh, contest? Yeah, but who who was the relaxed atmosphere? Had a pizza feed where yes. they were they were feeding everybody yeah. they wanted you know, on Friday night, and there was, was that dropping where the uh, yeah it was the dropping where booth put yeah. on the free pizza, and I think Extreme Lows did the Extreme Lows did the. Did the the costume contest, but but I want to say like me being from the Northwest, if if there was a costume party at a show, I'd say 85 percent of people would be dressed up. Yes. And there was like ten, maybe fifty. I'd say closer to ten percent of people dressed up out here. Yeah, if that. If that, and so I felt like I was out of the. I felt I. I was the odd man out, kind of in my walk around with my hot dog. I would have just thought you were a, another petitioner, right? <laughs> Except it, I think all the petitioners today were in unicorn outfits. No, that, that <laughs> I don't think that was that. No, I think no. that was just some guy walking around. Yeah, because that was the guy that was in the pimp outfit. He was in. He, he was, was in, like that all day yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Macho Man. Yes, that was cool. I can't I, remember what I did, his I name saw is. him off a long ways away, and I yeah. was like. So <laughs> they had they had a best couple and that was, and there was three Amish. And you're saying you and Christian won? I'm no. saying <laughs> English. There were people want to come up and lick my wiener and touch, <laughs> and touch my so wiener. You're, what you're saying is the alcohol. <laughs> I had there. There was some gal. She came up. She goes, "I want to lick your wiener." And, and I was like. Feel free. See, I'm here. I'm here all night. This is exactly why I wanted to give the shout out to Angie for <laughs> Now, now, make sure when when you're letting Angie listen to this, after you thank her, you shut it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I want to take the one to 
answer we have. No, yeah. no, I, there's, there's it's like, yeah, it's just all boring after this. <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing I did this whole weekend that I would be ashamed of. No, before. there was not, nothing. not a damn no. thing. Um, it's amazing what happens when you get old. That's right. <laughs> but, but the, the, it, it was cool, and and you know, it would have been cooler if there was more people dressed up. But we got free pizza. They, I think Hardwood said that they went through what forty pizzas in seventeen minutes. Yeah, I think I think all together there was a hundred pizzas. Yeah, hundred pizzas, yes. But the first forty just went. Boom. Yeah, yeah. All, all Papa John's pizza yeah. from uh, Hardwood's buddy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, he, yeah. and he, 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 that guy was the franchise owner, like several franchises. It sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get his name. But. Yeah, he was cool, and it sounds like it's not the first time he they they hooked up and done something like that. So. Yeah, they've done it years past. That's a, last that, year. That's a cool deal. So you know, for everybody coming to the show Friday night, you get free pizza. And between relaxing and Papa John's, you guys taking care of that. That's that's a slick setup. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of of hardwood, Jason Wellover, um, that's who actually arranged this house. I believe that we're staying in here. So I guess we should mention him or at least thank him or do no, something. Not no, especially yeah. after we got pulled over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thursday night getting pulled over around passing his first sobriety test. Where. <laughs> Winner. Yes. Now, I mean, you know, you should... it, it wasn't Ron's fault. Yeah. You know, so. No, it's all the golf cart. Yeah, it was. It when was... you roll around on a golf cart, four wheel drive golf cart with a trailer down Main Street, yes. you're asking to get pulled over. That, that It wasn't really Ron's fault. He was just like guilty by association. And I don't yeah. feel bad, Ron. I blew through a DWI checkpoint on the way through here, coming down to. I didn't realize that's what it was until I was pulled over. Explain <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they saw the the dent in the side of the sand. were like, that guy's tatered. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's been whiskey denting it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jason's uh, girlfriend Jess. She was driving the golf cart and got pulled over. She got a good talking to. With no wallet, no nothing. Yeah, no ID on her. Yeah. They just pretty much just warned her, say no more. And that was that was was that Thursday night? That yeah, was Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thursday night. So we're kinda like going in reverse. We should have probably started with day one and worked our way up to the day, but we're we doing go backwards. backwards. We're at Thursday. Yeah, we're at Thursday. So Thursday, yeah, we were what we do Thursday. Thursday morning we went to well, we spent the the day pretty much most of the early day at uh graphic disorder. Yeah, yeah, we we stayed in Johnson City, Tennessee at a holiday inn. Yep, holiday. Yeah, and hotel, I woke, I woke up and uh, and let you guys sleep in for a couple hours. I don't know how long you slept in, but yeah, I got to I got to branch shop at Graphic Disorder there at, at six a.m. So then we had a ton of work to do, but yeah, it, it all went really smooth. And then um, and you guys showed up an hour or two later. Yeah, and uh, I think we were there till three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah the goal I, was to get there at three. We got out at three o nine, but we we loaded all the shift shirts into the um, into the trailer. Um, Brant had made a whole bunch of stickers that uh, are for the display board. Um, so between uh, him and Eric and Andrew, they kind of, you know, dedicated that time to us. I really appreciate that because I know they have a lot of stuff on their plate and they, uh, they sort of side sleep to take care of us. And uh, yeah, yeah, well, basically we're just fine tuning the trailer. Well, and and Chris was going around and he was putting all those stickers on those boards and and just all day long. There's there's 40 yeah 40 of those display boards and then 
I thought I was almost done. I had looked over and I had like four left or something, and then here comes another pile of them. <laughs> and they also took me around graphic disorder, um, and I got to film some of them doing doing their t-shirt, and then I got to go upstairs and uh, kind of see what Eric's, you know, kind of how he does his stuff. And they have a YouTube channel where they show what they do. Right. And but and they they've got. Now, Brant's cameras, he's got way better cameras than what I've got. He's got drones that fly over, so you can see everything. So if you get a chance to get on YouTube, go check out uh, Graphics Dis Graphic Disorder on YouTube, and you can see how they, their, their, their process of how they make these up to 18 color shirts. Yeah, it was cool seeing it in person. I mean, seeing that machine work and go around the shirt, you know, every color swipe back and forth over the screen, and seeing Eric, the way he draws those some of those artwork just that, yeah. that was pretty cool to actually watch it in person yeah their youtube stuff's really cool like craft disorder doesn't half ass anything even their their youtube channel is, is oh yeah yeah you can tell awesome. by everything there that there's yeah. nothing half-assed no about and done there. and and that was one of the things so talking with brad he was trying to tell me about different cameras and i'm like yeah i can't afford that but <laughs> i think it's really slick you know but um it gives you something to strive for and and the quality of the video that they were that they were taking and he was showing me, I'm like, wow, that's, and then he tells me that, you know, I only spent like 10 minutes editing this, and he goes, but I haven't, I don't, he doesn't have the subscribers, he doesn't have the base that he's looking for, he wants to grow that. So, any of you that, that haven't seen how that process works, get on YouTube and uh, look up Graphic Disorder and smash that subscribe. Yeah, that's right. I've got 617 subscribers. Yeah, yeah so. For being around as long as he has been and stuff, that's, uh. I guess a lot of people probably just don't know about it. And so, yeah, and I think that's it. If you don't know about it and you need artwork for your 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 show and need show shirts, he can do that. They can do your your cover artwork, stickers. Does a lot of business stuff too, doesn't they? Do, they do. So it's not just it's not just your car club stuff, but your business needs. He can take care of you. Check him out and and tell him Billy Bob sent you. Well, that wasn't me that just... Uh, no, that's, that's you. That's all Jizzoff. <laughs> yeah. You tell him Jizzoff. So, yeah. Jizzoff is the salesman. <laughs> Who the hell is Jizzoff? <laughs> yeah, so if we're going backwards, that was Thursday. So what did we do Wednesday? Wednesday, we... I think we left... We woke the, up at the Hollywood. In at the St. Hollywood, Louis. that's what, St. Louis. And then as we were driving down through no. St. Louis... Was that... Yeah. Yes. Come on, that's where we met up with Craig. But we're going backwards, that's, that's not forwards. Next day we can't talk oh, about I thought it was Hollywood at night. No, we woke up Wednesday morning at Hollywood. Yes. We're going backwards. Okay. We're going backwards. Okay. So we woke up at Hollywood, and then we are taking off through St. Louis. Yes, we took we took off through St. Louis. You and I went down and got the coffee, and then... Oh. I, yeah, remember we I went thought, down. I thought Wednesday was the B-rolling day. No, it, it no, was. No, that was Tuesday. No, that was Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, was, I'm old. Yes, because Wednesday we thought we were going to... running together. It, it did kind of run together. But anyways, let's not drag this out harder than what day was. What, what we did what day. So we almost made it out of Missouri. Yes, we almost made it out of Missouri. You and I got up from the Hollywood, and we went down and got coffee. Coffee. Coffee yeah. at the coffee shop. Yeah. And the lady thought it was weird because I ordered two flavors in my latte, and she thought I wanted two drinks. And I said, no, I want caramel or caramel, depends where you're from, and I want the white chocolate, both in the same drink. That was a little Two confusing. flavors, one cup. 
Yeah, two flavors, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some two it's dudes, one cup. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no. a lot, lot different than a lot that. lot different. But anyways, we get that, and then we headed through St. Louis, and Jeff and I both mentioned that we had never been down by the Ark. Yeah. And so Ron decided that he says... Like, we'll take this exit right now. Yeah, we'll take the exit. We were right there, so we go down there, and we park, and we walk down. We Where did we park? We parked. We had to take up three parking spots right in the middle of the parking... St. Louis Parking Enforcement. Yeah, yeah St. Louis Parking enforcement building and so we just took all it, three of them that's right took up three spots and we put money in all three meters and it's a 30 minute meter yeah in a 30 minute meter and then we were just supposed to go walk right down there take some selfies real close to the arch and come back yeah. but me drinking I all that hear co- your ride up the thing i want to hear about that because didn't you say that you're a little nervous with the Yes, I, I was going to get to that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for jumping ahead, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I wasn't there. Well, we're, we're, going, is... we're going backwards in days, but we're going forward in time during that day. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. We'll get to now that Now that part. I screwed it up. I... We started at the top and rode to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So so me drinking all that coffee, once once my bladder gets working, I got to sometimes frequently pee. So it me, happens to the best of us. Oh, yeah. And, and the older, you know, I'm the old guy. So, anyways, I got a pee. So, there's a building there and down below the archway where you buy all the tickets and everything. And I look and I go, oh, there's got to be a restroom in there. And Ron goes, oh, yeah, there's a restroom in there. So, I walk in there, the three of us, and I go in and I go pee. And I think Jeff went in to yeah. go pee as well. And when we came out, Ron hands us tickets. <laughs> and I think Jeff and I were probably about react to the same because I think Jeff doesn't care for heights like I don't care for yeah, heights. I don't like them. And I just took some deep breaths. I went, like, relaxed myself there for a minute and went, although I don't like heights, I'm never one to pass up and up or pass up an opportunity. So I was like, I can do this. And so we waited around and then got a picture taken and then went through. Security. I thought I was going through the airport. We had to take off coats and everything out of our pockets and go through. Oh, the they want to rub their wand up my sack. <laughs> That's right. Ron and I made it through, but old Jizz off. He was hiding something. <laughs> I think they wanted to do a body cavity search over me, and, yeah. and, and I. So he's like, "Oh, turn around." So I grab up the wand. He's like, "Not like that." <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of lighten the mood there. I thought he'd been arrested. He thought he wanted to lick, lick his wiener or something. <laughs> Yeah, but... I got pictures of that, and they yelled at me about it. <laughs> yeah, they yelled at Rod because you're not supposed to take a picture in there. Well, not, in this, not in the checkpoint, yeah. Yeah, not in the checkpoint. So we get up there, and then we go through our little thing, and we get in that little tiny pod thing or whatever it is, car that you ride to the top. I bumped my head twice getting in and out of it. Yeah, it's a little four-foot door. It's like a body there. drop truck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Three dudes in the stand. Yeah, body, body <laughs> yeah. we're all hunched over in there going, and it's a four-minute ride, and it was funny because we were talking, and I was trying to, first I was facing out the door, and you could see it going up, and I switched seats so my back was towards the window thing. <laughs> Even though you couldn't see outside, it was just seeing going up, and you could see the stairways and all that. And we're as old cool as that is, you probably feel it too, huh? Yeah, you can't. Well, well like it hangs. It's... It hangs so that so it goes up at an angle. It kind of sways so that the weight's always at the bottom. And then it turns, and then it turns, and then it turns as yeah. it's going up the arch. Yes. It's like hydraulic or something. We get to the top. Four minutes just went by quick. And we get to the top, and we stop. 
And I'm like, okay, great. Like, I'm thinking, what happened now? Are we broke down in the middle of this thing? I didn't know we were at the top. And then the door opens, and, I, and I, the door opens, and I go, what, do we got to, like, transfer cars or something? Where I was like, oh, yeah, no, we got to get into a different elevator. You got to walk across this little narrow thing. I'm like, huh? And he's like, oh, no, we're at the top already. I'm like, where are we at the top? So we get out, and it wasn't as bad as what I thought it would be. It was actually pretty cool. I, it was kind of foggy, so you couldn't see a long ways away, but you could see down. And, and we looked through the windows, took some pictures, and stayed up there for a little bit. And I don't know why I get myself worked up for that stuff, because I get up there and I do that kind of stuff and then realize that, oh, okay, I'm alive, I didn't die. You know that, not to change the subject too much, but from where the arch is, if you're looking down across the river there, that bridge that's to the left, I think, if I remember right, that was the first steel bridge built across the river hmm. in, in the world, first steel bridge. Wow. That's, uh, that's a bridge. Car- Carnegie. Carnegie. Yeah, yeah we Carnegie went across that. that bridge when we went to Illinois. Yeah. yeah. And then we a got, history lesson, man. of course, we got done with the ride, and uh, we were heading out of the archway, and we come to the corner out there, and Ron says, oh, if Matt Weathers was here, he'd tell you all about how shitty these wells were. <laughs> <laughs> they were awful. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, we post a picture and guess who comments. Yeah, couldn't help myself. <laughs> but it's been standing since 65. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the internal structure is a lot better than what the outside, the skin on the outside is. <laughs> Have you seen that? How the arch is shaped? This yeah. is what really threw me off. Like, as much time as I spent in St. Louis, I didn't know that it's uh, 630 feet high and 630 feet wide. Yeah. But it's like an optical thing where it looks super tall but not very wide. Yeah. And that was one of the things that kind of tripped me out. I mean, you know, I've been to the arch there a was lot a, of times. There's all kinds of history. And, and when you go, there was, there was a museum we went through. Yeah. And it kind of talked about some of the history that went on with it there was um when they started when they first started building it they didn't have it was it was all actually i mean it's kind of shitty time to be talking about this but it was all like white workers and then they got in um they they brought in and unionized and, and got some some black workers so it got everybody in the community involved in building this national monument and that that's what i where i was going with it but there's there's and there's history in that building so if you get a chance and you're in St. Louis, definitely go out, go to the museum. Don't be afraid of heights because it was not that bad. Right at the top. I mean, yeah, see, when, when I was there, it was when first part of COVID and everything was shut down. And I mean, they were weren't even really letting anybody even out on the garage, you know. And it was it was kind of really weird when we were there. And so we we got probably about twenty minutes of trying to avoid the. Uh, the park people, you know, and then we were out of there, so we didn't get to spend a whole lot of time there. I'm definitely going to stop on my way back. Well, and ACDC says it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that was pretty cool, and then, you know, like, we didn't plan to stop there, and that took up some time, and then uh, we continued on, and finally made it to... Yeah, well, one of the times the gaslight came on was that day. I know. So so the gaslight can't, the fuel light, diesel light, came on. And um, I was like, oh, man, we need, we need diesel. Luckily, we were right in the exit, so we whipped in there and uh, filled her up and got back on the highway. Well, we did stop steak and shake. And it was... That was, that was the day before. 
No. No, no, that was that day. It was that day because we ate, after we stopped steak and shake later that night, we had crystals. We had crystals. Yeah. yeah. And nobody had any issues with their bowels like everybody was. <laughs> I know. Nobody, not one person had to go over and take a deuce afterwards. <laughs> no. Well, in the office. Well, yeah, but, but. An awful house. <laughs> what did we leave at crystals because they were closed? Well, we did go where the dumpsters were and we all peed there because they went, there was no restrooms. Yeah. Look, if you ain't going to open the restroom, I'm going to piss outside the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, we did walk inside the fenced area. Yes, it was. If we had been in Portland where you live, we'd have probably woken up a few bumps inside that place. Yeah, (laughs) find out that the restroom is a uh, public restroom. There's somebody else there going. Yeah. Look, yes. my city has to be number one at something. It looks like right now it's homeless people. Yeah, you're pissing on my house. (laughs) Yeah, so. Actually, I was in, I guess I was down in Seattle. Had to be, oh, going to McDonald's. Well, didn't realize that. Yeah, it's, it's all closed down. I'm like, all right, I'm out of the vehicle. I ain't got no choice but to go. And so I'm like, well, I'll just step right around the dumpster here. And I sat there and started peeing. And all of a sudden, this guy's like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. And there's a guy dropping anchor here to the side. I'm just like, well, shit, I didn't know this was a public restroom, you know? <laughs> well, apparently now you do. Yeah, so I guess uh, <laughs> something to be aware of when you're in, uh, in the big city. <laughs> yeah. Especially over there in those cities. Yeah. yeah, so, and then it was late by the time we got to uh, Johnson City. I think we, midnight, one? Yeah, the deal was, is we got back on the highway after the fuel stop, and then we got caught in that. Um, oh, that's right. They were merging down from like traffic, four yeah. lanes to one for some construction. That was really the only, like, traffic that we ran into. But man, we must have sat there an hour? It was a while, yeah. yeah. So that put us in Johnson, Tennessee at... at uh, Probably midnight, 1230. Yeah, yeah, I know it was so, around midnight, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So there's that day, and then so the day before that was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. going backwards. So we're going backwards in days, but forward during the day. So Tuesday we woke up in Little America in Wyoming. Yeah. Is that, right? is that correct? Yeah, the, three, the two bedroom with all the three beds. Yeah. Well, where did we stay Sunday night then? That was little. That was Wyoming. So somewhere we're missing a day. Well, we stayed in uh, outside uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. That's where it was. That's right, Lincoln, Nebraska. Damn Nebraska! Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska. We're That's almost, a long state. To it's a long, day, yeah. boring state. Not that I'm saying if you if you live in Nebraska, good for you, man. Uh, I couldn't. Do it. I could. <laughs> well, the, in all fairness, the only part that the, you guys this trip and and myself has seen of Nebraska has just been the highway. All 400 and like 10 miles of I-80 and that's it. Yes. So. Yeah, we got that cool sack breakfast that didn't have much in it but an apple. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. 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 The, the damn sack breakfast full of carbohydrates that I couldn't eat. That's right. Yep. And uh, we did, that's the day we stopped at quite a few signs and tagged them with our stickers. Yeah. We, yep. we had some comments on that. Yep. I think the Missouri sign, we did that. And then uh, I think after that. We tagged a few signs, and then uh, Jesse Kidd started doing that. Um, I think he has, what, laid out clothing. Laid out clothing. Laid out clothing. And then he started tagging places and tagging us in the pictures and letting us know and kind of got that friendly little thing going on about who could tag the best. Um, I, think, I think we did outdo him, though. It was pretty cool when we got to Nebraska, and you and Jeff had went up to put a mini garage and a Billy Bob podcast sticker up. And I, while I was looking for a hammered sticker, there was already one on the Nebraska sign from the time before. Yeah, that when was... When I came through. Yeah, and I, I think when I came across last year, because I remember you pointing that out someplace 
on at one time about you putting a hammered sticker on and for some reason I started as I'm coming into the states I started looking you know because I knew that he came across through there several times when he lived there in Missouri and stuff and and I was really paying attention I saw the sign and did the like I think there was a hammered sign <laughs> that yeah and it it was pretty cool because not only was it a hammered sticker it was like their old the original vinyl cut yeah yeah like cutout cutout stickers that was pretty cool to see still on there and it was in still pretty good shape so yeah. we got through missouri and uh we went to mid-america truck tops that's right where where i originally bought my trailer and used to used to work when i lived in missouri and uh we dropped the trailer off there and uh visited for a little while and then we uh took the truck with no trailer and uh went to tj shop yeah, uh, was TJ Camber Creations. Yep, that was kind of cool. Where Jeff did some filming there for Mini Garage. Checked him out. He gave a few tips on uh, bead rolling there. Yeah, bead rolling, and then we checked out uh, a couple vehicles uh, that that TJ was working on. Uh, one of TJ's vehicles, and uh, some some other other vehicles that you can see on Mini Garage. So you have to tune in for that to see our shop tour there. Yeah, so TJ was awesome. And he showed me the bead roller, and then I was like, well, I got to try that, man. Yeah, and, and TJ was really cool. He grabbed a piece of scrap and, and, and you know, made a template for me to follow. And I, and I did. He got around and turned around the corners, and then he sped up on some of the straight stretches. And I, I bead rolled my first panel, I was like, this is fucking cool, man. Everybody needs one of these things. And then that, like, hey, Ron, you got to try this out. And we, we filmed me doing it. And we didn't film Ron doing it, but Ron didn't look as good as mine. Not at all. And well, <laughs> but then, but and then when he was all done, I stopped in the corner. I know you did. You totally yeah, stopped in the corner. But if you look at one of your straight lines, the straight line, the straight line yeah. is right next to my worst little line. little wonky. Yeah, my worst line. Yeah. So, but we got to we got to try it. I want to run home and buy a bead roller and, and start and start learning how to make. And I, I was actually talking to Sean Rose about that. And he was like, "Hey man, anything you need help with, you let me know. I'll I'll give you all the pointers I can." So yeah, thanks TJ for letting me have a shot at your machine. They, and he, yeah, he's working on some cool trucks, and we will have those on a on a future episode of Mini Garage. Yeah, it was cool stopping by there. It, it was cool to check out what he's got going on there, and checking out his Mazda. You know, it was actually kind of funny. I think he was surprised at how much I knew was modified on that Mazda, not knowing I was a Mazda guy walking in. But yeah, it was cool. I actually got to hang out and visit with him quite a bit off to the side while you guys were chatting with other people. There. Yeah, and a bunch of other Missouri Relax guys showed up, and I got to talk to Jason, and um, that was cool. I hadn't I hadn't actually met him face to face before, so that was the first time for that. Um, all those guys are pretty cool. All, you know those Missouri relaxed yeah, guys. Matt Jones, just Dustin Jones, and uh, Pat Patrick came down. Uh, Jason was there. Yeah, and speaking of relaxed and TJ, TJ got his logo this weekend. He's he officially relaxed atmosphere. Remember? Congratulations, congratulations, TJ. Yep, congrats, TJ. If you listen to this, even and if, if you, you don't, don't then yes. no congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's like even if you don't, congratulations. Still. If you don't listen, we take it back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, and while we were there, I think that was right before going to TJ's, we stopped by the uh, Sugar Fire Barbecue. Sugar Fire, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. We had some good barbecue. And me, I just thought that the brisket and sausage sandwich sounded good, but I did not know it was going to be that mile-high pile of droopy barbecue sauce covered, you know, need a napkin per bite 
I tried to man up. I tried three bites of it before I actually put it on my plate and ate it with a fork. I think I went through half a dozen napkins before that. It still went through half a dozen more even eating it with a fork. Just get the combo plate. Yeah, that's you were the smart one. You just got it with no bread already on a plate. But yeah, that was some good food. That was definitely some good food there. And I think after that, we went to Tony Moore's house. Right? We did. Yeah. We did. Went to Tony's new house. Tony, owner of Asphalt army clothing yep. yeah that was pretty cool nice new house you know we walked in and you could tell right away it was a new house you could smell it of course they said they could because they lived there too much really too long yep. too much yep. yeah and that, so congratulations on your new house tony it's a beautiful home beautiful home that was really nice it was cool there and i thought it was interesting that she said that their next door neighbor at their old house had a house built right next right to next, theirs yeah. at this one i thought that was pretty actually you must be pretty good neighbors if that's you... i was actually talking to my wife on the phone later on that night and uh because when we got to the hollywood hollywood, hollywood casino, casino craig braid had happened to be staying there too and he's from washington and was driving out and he actually left a day before us and it was kind of interesting because you know he, we pretty much caught up with him, but I think he took a little more time yeah. sightseeing than we did when we came out. Yeah, Craig had brought his son, so I think he wanted to show him uh, the U.S. before they, they got him. him America. They must have drove around Nebraska so they got there. Or, or I, I literally think they did. He said, didn't he, he said they went through Colorado and through Oh, Kansas. that's right. Yes, they took a different route than yeah. us. Yeah, yeah they, they got spared. 70, yeah. Yeah, they got spared having to drive through Nebraska. <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps up that day. That was day three or four. Anyways, that was Wednesday. Whatever day we're on, you guys probably are keeping track of this better than we are. I did okay at the casino. Yes, you did. I did all right. Like Usually I throw money away, but I, I, I took some of it home with me this time. Not a lot, but... And backing up a day, that's when we left Little America. In Wyoming. Yeah. In Wyoming, In Wyoming. Yes. Yeah, we woke so up. So it would have been Monday. That's correct. Yeah. Monday morning. We left Little America, Wyoming? Yeah. Little America, Wyoming. Little Wyoming sounds like a gangster name. It's like Little Wayne. Yeah, Little Wyoming. <laughs> I was going to ride the dinosaur. <laughs> That's right. They no, there's a Sinclair dinosaur there, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Jeff wanted to get on it. And yeah, he, well, he wanted on the buffalo, but he just couldn't make it up on top yeah, of it. Yeah, big buffalo. Fat guy. Yeah, that. legs weren't long enough for I'm it. I'm a short, short little rider guy. I think this is my week for, for getting screwed with coffee because you had your cup and you went in there and you got your refill of coffee. It's a buck. big old giant coffee cup and it was 99 cents. I go up there and use one of their cups and it was a buck 99. They charged me a dollar for that stupid styrofoam cup. I think this has not been your week for coffee. Oh, that's, yeah. some, that's some Jason Ballard shit. <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to save some money, but you get hosed in the end. Yes, I definitely. This might have been my week for coffee. I mean, it's like decaf and having to pay a buck more for a cup. It's like, really? It's but like you stuff. got two flavors. Oh, I did that day. Yeah. Two uh, flavors, yeah. one cup. Two flavors, one cup. I guess I did have a good coffee day one day. Nice. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, one day out of Was eight it? or nine yeah. or whatever it is, that's not too bad. But then uh, leaving there, we went through like the mountains of Wyoming, and man, that wind was blowing. The wind was cooking. We stopped at that that rest area up top. That's right. And remember that RV was parked up front that was rocking like oh man, like there was a bunch of sorority girls in there. Getting... <laughs> it's like, like thanks for the somebody was getting a train run on. Them. <laughs> yeah, or the wind was blowing. It's I like, thought that thing was going to tip over. The wind was blowing so hard. It's like dirty Mike. But the there's place. signs that said there were signs that said. Like 60 plus mile an hour winds for 50 miles. I think it said 70, didn't it? 
Uh, so the sign said that at that point, at the restaurant, that it, it, they had recorded up to 70 miles. Oh, yeah. okay. But yeah, it was cooking, and, and we ended up, you know, we had the big trailer and the dually, and we ended up slowing down to like, man, I think at one point we were going like 40, 40 yeah. 45, because the wind was so bad. I remember that RV, man, that thing, you know, yeah. washing out the window. But when you walked outside, you could dang near open up your jacket and just fly across the parking lot. It was right. blowing pretty good. Well, I mean, remember, we opened the door, I think, pull out the door. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And then, uh, I believe that's the night that we recorded with uh, Jason Beller. When we were driving. Yeah, when that we were was, driving. He called us on the way. We were in Nebraska by then. Mo- yeah. Monday night. No, that was Tuesday. It was before Monday night. Oh, no, that's right. It was Monday. Monday, it was before Monday. It was that night, Monday. So that is when uh-huh. I recorded. Because right there at the end, you had to cut him off short so you could <laughs> listen did. to the Cardinals yeah, game. Luckily, luckily. Uh, He's like, oh, sorry, we got to go. Cardinals game starting. L- luckily, we were off the air. <laughs> off of his podcast when I said that. And he's like, oh, shit. He, I think, yeah, he hung up on me. I was, I was just... So, oh, yeah, I think it was kind of like each other. They were like, oh, shit, Cardinals? And here's he's Jeff like, well, I don't like, want to keep you all play. night. And I'm like, Cardinals game's about to restart. And he's like, all right. And hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Such yeah. a Cardinals-Dallas game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we ended up at, we got a hotel and we walked to the Buffalo Wild Wings. It was like, Cross the parking lot. Yeah. And uh, they're getting ready to close down, but we got dinner, and uh, we got to see the end of end of the Cardinals whoop the uh Of course, that was supposed Cowboys to be like ass. just right across the parking lot. Right across a quarter mile, no, through probably closer to a half mile. Away. I think I was trying to take the shortcut, and the guy at the at, at the hotel said, um, just follow this road, keep going straight. Right. And then I'm like, well, fuck that. We can just walk across <laughs> the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, and we got all screwed up. But. Yeah, the guy, oh, yeah. The guy that lives here don't know where the hell he's going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, don't listen to the guy that lives here. Screw you. We're from six states away. I've <laughs> never been this. here before in my life. I know exactly Look, where I'm I don't at. need to read a map. I've been there. I drove right by it. The lady was super cool at the restaurant, though. She was like, I really hate to do this, but I have to do last call. And and I'm like, all right, well, give me another drink. And she goes, okay, anybody else want another drink? And then I go, bring two. And she goes, you want two? <laughs> yeah, she, she brought two last calls. Yeah, that was pretty, she was pretty nice. Yeah, that uh, recording there, before he said he was recording, we were all I don't talking. know if he ever said he was recording. I think he just, like, called us and hit the record button. It's like, hey, guys, you want to? No, uh, he didn't catch all of it. He caught it. He caught it in the middle. Yeah, I think, I think you heard when I was doing a little bit of freestyle rapping there. Right. Yeah. So he caught the tail end of it, and he texts me, and he's like, <laughs> "Make sure you flip on the podcast as soon as it drops." <laughs> yeah. DJ was... Billy Bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's where the that's where the juice off came from. Yeah. So we uh, we're driving down the road, and I didn't know he was recording. And who knows? Even if it was recording, maybe I would have just did my little rap anyway. But we got rolling, and so I made my rap debut on OLP during the Back to the Future episode. I think it's right after the interview and the song was playing right after that right. song. Yeah, yeah, it was funny because we're here, we are, and I'm in the back seat. I'm listening to it and kind of so so paying attention to it, and I hear the music going. And the next thing I know, I catch the end of it. And I'm like, wait a second! And of course, you two are just laughing your asses <laughs> off. We <laughs> saw the tech. We knew it was coming. I know, well, you guys knew, I didn't. And no, I like, that's half the fun. And I was like, what the hell, are you serious? And then so made you guys rewind that thing. We'll see if I can repeat the full rap here so that people can know what it is. And I believe that went something like, started out, we were talking about something and, and easy popped into my head. So started out cruising down the highway in a duly faux doe. 
had the Maggie Valley trailer in tow. His name is Ronnie P. He's got shirts galore. You might have a lot of shirts, but he got much more. They feature real builds, you know they're real legit. So go to Hammered, we can wear and buy some shit. His name is Jeffy R. Host of Mini Garage Show. Check it out on YouTube. Hit subscribe, yo. Me, I'm Billy Bob, in case you didn't know. Tagging along with these two to the Mini Nat Show. A magical adventure full of stories galore. Listen to Billy Bob the podcast if you want to hear Mo. So there's the whole rap the way it went. For and those then, of you. Then Jason caught the last couple. Yeah, yeah, so verses. so if you listen to LP, you might have caught the last little bit, but there's the whole. Now we need some heat boxing to go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I listened to the I listened to the the OLP yeah. last night on the way here, and and I don't. Uh, it was it was just a little spike yeah, yeah, it is yeah. like five seconds. I might have to listen to it again. Yeah, it was on there, <laughs> but it kind of threw me. I was like, whoa, wait a second, what? <laughs> yeah, episode two hundred seven. It was right after the. Uh, uh, the interview, the Back to the Future interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, there it is. That's kind of, I'm sorry I didn't flow right through that. Um, was it, was Monday night? The, also, it was Monday when we had our, our virtual passenger too in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that was Sunday. Was that was Sunday? the first day we left. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty much, so we did that. We were in Utah. So yeah, that was Yeah, Sunday. so that was the first day. So we, okay. we pretty much... We can complete, I think, Tuesday. All We've right. already discussed going to Buffalo Wild Wings, me wrapping, the, yeah, the Cardinals game, all that. So, okay, Monday. Yeah, yeah so see, I'm even on the, the right Cardinals now. game where they whooped Dallas's ass. Is that, what we're about? <laughs> that same game? That same game okay. where you talk, like, messaging you Eric Self. I was, me- I was messaging Wait a minute. Self, yeah. But, but that whole Dallas. Chad, Chad Chris is a big uh, Dallas fan, too, so. Yeah. I don't know if Chad Chris, Chad Chris, Chad Chris, did you catch that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and and Eric Self quit texting you. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he stopped texting when Dallas started. <laughs> He's a good sport, though. <laughs> it's all fun and games. Yeah. But did uh, the two fumbles cost you a little bit there on your... Cost me on the fantasy, yeah. I actually lost my fantasy by point one two points, so... Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Zeke. <laughs> okay, yeah. enough football. Okay, enough football, to... enough on Monday. We're going to move backwards to Sunday. And Sunday, well, you guys. Where'd you wake up Sunday? Where did I wake up Sunday? Yeah. I woke up at my house. In your bed. In my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. It was. Well, you guys, we can back up another day. How about we back up two days and we'll just start from there? So you guys worked. I worked. Yes, Jeff was off, fucking off at the coast. That's right. Yeah, I worked th- Thursday. Was a, the Thursday was a, well, about half a Thursday was the last day I worked. Okay, we, we're not even going to talk about you anymore. <laughs> we're going to talk about Ron. <laughs> you can sit this one out. <laughs> so, so Ron, and then you were telling me that uh, your boss or something, you were supposed to paint the floor, or they were repainting the floor, and you're volunteering, right. and then you got there, and three minutes left. He thought you were supposed to grab a roll. Yeah, of well, wait, wait, wait. No. So I, I text him, and I was like, what time are you picking me up? And he said, 5.29. Oh, you said what time you're off. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. What, so what time are you off? Get off early. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, you guys left. What time did you get out of there, out of Portland area? Um, I got off at 5.30, and then I picked. I went straight to Jeff's house and picked him up. We loaded up pretty quick. Yeah, that was quick. I was, I was ready to go. Yeah. And I was like, Dad, get out of the house, go. Yeah, and then we had to drive uh, up to Mount Hood to my house, and that's, what, an hour away? About an hour. 
Yeah, so I, th- I think I think you don't take traffic in Portland. Um, it really wasn't bad actually, yeah. and it was Saturday, so it's not super bad. But uh, so we get up there and we got the trailer, and then uh, Kelly had, had packed us a bunch of snacks and stuff, and then kind of helped us get ready. And, yeah, and Ron had a list. Yeah, Ron had a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had a list too, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, where's your list? <laughs> You'll make a list next hey, time. Hey, <laughs> when you start this list, like. On the first thing, put make a list. <laughs> first thing on the list says make a list. My list hey, didn't say many. Second is packed Halloween costume. Hey, yeah. hey Jeff, I'll give you a little hint on the whole list thing. You kind of start it like before, think about it. But the big thing is write legible enough so you can read your own writing. Yeah, I've had that. That's the problem I run into. I, well, uh, I, I think I'm going to put it on notes on my phone. Yeah. And I tried to do audio notes, and that didn't work. I mean, I had to download an app, and then it just went to nowhere. I don't know. I'll probably have to make little tick marks and checks. So Yeah, so it was about 7.30 when we, when we actually got... Out, but so, but I mean, it's it's an hour closer to where we needed to go. Yeah. So it wasn't like wasting yeah. time or anything. But you were supposed to stay at Paul St. Sears' house, and I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we were we we drove. We were planning on getting there about two a.m. and uh, and Paul knew that, and then um, we drove for for a good while. But we were in Baker City, I think, or just past Baker City when he said. Yeah, I finally called it. I was like, man, I'm tired, and uh, so we took a nap at the where were we at truck stop? Truck stop. We took a truck stop now, and then uh, got back on the road. And when we got to Boise, it was I don't know seven, seven inch, yeah, because yeah. nobody was really around. No, and we we texted texted Paul, and he didn't he didn't he didn't he's he still didn't, sleeping. Yeah, yeah, he didn't respond, so we dropped the trailer and dropped the trailer at Paul's house and went to Joe Mama's. Went to Joe Mama's. Yeah, Joe Mama's. Yeah, that's Meridian, right? Yes, yeah, in yeah. Meridian, Idaho. That was some. Decent grub. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then old Jizoff came and hung out with me at my house while Ron went and yeah. got the tattoo work done by yeah. the Gonzi. Yeah, so uh, my tattooer is there in Boise. His name's uh, Gonzi Inc. on Instagram if you follow him. Yep. He's, he, he does some really cool stuff. Um, I had an appointment with him, so I, I dropped Jeff off uh, with Chris and then went and got tattooed. And then came back and met up, was it noon, one? Yeah, about noonish one, yeah. Yeah. Then and we loaded Chris up. We had to go to Paul's and get the trailer and kind of do a roadside neighborhood. <laughs> yep, sell some shirts. Yeah, we started slinging right there in the street. Yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we did. We People just drove up and bought some shirts right there at Paul's house. The hammer, the hammer trailer's here. We're going to go make our buys. That it's was like it. Slinging like it ain't no thing. Yeah. Yep, and then we left there, and we were traveling down. We decided that, hey, we're going to listen to some podcasts. So we turned on Mini Trucker Cult Podcast and started listening to that, and that was pretty entertaining. And we heard that Jamie Swift, host of, or co-host, I should say, of that was, Mini Trucker Cult, yeah. said that, well, he was pretty sure there was an open seat, and he, he would have loved to have went with us. So once we stopped in Salt Lake at the rest area, we picked up a virtual hitchhiker. So Jamie joined us, virtual Jamie. He joined us there at the rest stop, so we took a selfie with him and posted that up for everybody to see. Kind of let him tag around for long for a while until, yeah, for a little bit. Then I just kind of got tired of holding him, so 
I shut the laptop and I didn't rest for a while. <laughs> <laughs> didn't take a nap for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's time for you. This is enough of this dust rudder in back to see here. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was more good for him. You know, he had all those buttons to push. I didn't get asking me. You know, like push the dirt button. But yeah, tickle like, my button, tickle my button. He's like, like tap my dirt button. He's like, I'll give you the old thumb spike ice pick right there. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we had fun joking around. And in fact, somebody asked about virtual Jamie this morning when we were eating breakfast, wanting to know where he was. But he pretty much hung out with good old Hammer Hank most of the weekend, and you know, Hank out drank him a lot. Yeah, yeah, old Jamie. Virtual Jamie, he was he was passed out most of the weekend for him. Well, he was under the he was under the table today. I I had him charged. I I kind of forgot about him out there. I did bring him out this evening for a, a couple selfies with Mike Murray and uh, Jason Ballard. So there might be some pictures of that surfacing later. Yeah, we did stop at Eden in Idaho to get fuel before we hit Salt Lake, yeah. and the guy was blocking us at the fuel pump. And that Tacoma pickup? Yeah, that's me. Oh like, my God, that was annoying. <laughs> I'll push it. I'll push it out of the way. He's like, my girlfriend has the keys and she's inside. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, we're, we're fine. There's like one fucking diesel pump in that whole place. <laughs> there was. Jesus. Yeah, so he's like, no, we can push it. And I'm like, we as in you? <laughs> I, I'm fine with just waiting. <laughs> and he started pushing it. We were like, Ron says, oh no, we're good. And the guy's pushing this truck like three pumps forward by himself so Ron finally gets out and helps him. <laughs> well, first one he said, oh, we'll, we'll just push it. And I, 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 for a second I thought he was like, wanted me to take the Dodge and push his piece of shit to come out of the way. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm good. I'll just wait here. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Was that a sub place that we ate inside there? The, the Yeah, the Garden of Eden. Oh, Blimpies or something. Yeah, Blimpies. Yeah, yeah Blimpies. And, and that forever. chick, I, I, I'm sure she wasn't, she was not like old but man if that is the future of america we are screwed <laughs> i'm like holy hell yeah. go back to school well it is the middle of idaho there's probably not much, <laughs> I, probably not much to pick from there that's probably the best you get well then i hope she makes someone very happy <laughs> i think you need to get out and test some more fast food type places across the country You'd be surprised what you come across. <laughs> Just so the crazy thing is that guy in the Tacoma pushed his Tacoma forward and then parked it. And then I filled up with diesel. I went inside and I, no, no, I didn't go inside yet. I filled up with diesel. You guys were inside. And this lady, I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm done pumping. And I, I just pumped a whole full-size truck full of diesel. And uh, the guy in the Tacoma is still right in front of me. He's not anywhere near the gas pump. He's, he's way out in front of the gas pump. And, uh. And this lady comes to my window from back behind, and she's like, um, are you going to move, like, all shitty-like? And I'm like, and, and the, the Dodge is, like, kind of big, so you can't see the little truck in front of it. And I'm like, well, I will as soon as the homeboy leaves. And she's like, oh, I, I didn't see him there. So she goes up to the window, and the girlfriend that had the keys is in the driver's seat. The dude's gone. <laughs> and then the lady comes back, and she makes this motion, like, she's just sitting in there text messaging on the phone. So she had words with her and and she pulled off she had keys but she was still sitting in front of us so then i moved and the place was packed when we got there oh yeah then when i parked and went inside to get a sandwich there was like three cars at the pump and i'm like we just got it at the wrong time yeah 
that pretty much wraps up, I think, our whole journey. So know, far, man. We still got to go home. Well, yes. So Ron and I still have to go home. But our journey up till now. So why is Jeff not coming back with us? Yeah, why aren't you, know, you coming tell us back the grand us? Well, so, story? yeah. the On the 22nd of October, my daughter Stephanie, who lives up in Maryland, uh, Joint Base Andrews, had her baby girl, Charlotte. And my wife... My other daughter, Hannah, and my mother-in-law flew up there Tuesday when I was on the road. And I kept thinking about it and, and thinking about it. And I was like, this morning, I was like, I should rent a car and get a flight home and, and go go up and be with my family and meet my granddaughter for the first time. It's the right thing to do. And I, and then... Second second granddaughter. Second, right? second grand. Yeah, I have a grandson already. Congratulations. Thank you. One. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's and then somebody says to me, "Well, why don't you instead of renting a car, why don't you see if you can get a ride? That saves you that money right right up up front." And so I was like, "I don't know anybody going, but there's there's this show full of people like that are from all over." Yes. And and uh, so the first guy that I that I know is going north is Matt. And I'm like, "Hey Matt, can you help me out anyway?" And, and you know. I know a lot of the Northwest guys know, but Matt is super helpful. Like, everybody up there in the Northwest wants to help everybody else out. And good dudes taking care of good dudes. And when my when my YouTube channel was small, he was one of the one of the first guys that sent me a, a viewer ride so that when, you know, COVID happened and I didn't have any videos to put out, he was one of the guys that helped me put out content. So I appreciate that too, man. I You're thank welcome. you. I and, hurt myself tripping through the shop. <laughs> I, I don't remember what I tripped over as I was coming in there, but I tripped over something. I about went down. <laughs> but it was good stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so now, so first thing tomorrow, we're you know you guys are gonna get up and start heading home, and I'm gonna miss that whole fun. But I get to meet my my granddaughter Charlotte, and I'm super excited. And I thank you, Matt, for. For helping me. I get to go to Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it is pretty cool that, you know, Matt just happened to be here and he did find yeah. that. And congratulations on your new grandchild. Now you know how I come into the story. And although it would be fun <laughs> to go back with Ron and I and share that part of the trip, I can't think of anything better than to go and meet your new grandchild. Yeah. For, you know, and that's that's it. And, and when, my, when my daughter found out, she was... She was super excited. I haven't seen Stephanie since last August. Not this August, like two months ago, but 2019, um, they came out. It's, usually it's cheaper for us to fly their family of three out than it is to for us to go out, you know, come out here. When we when we come out to the East Coast, we're buying rental cars and, and hotels, and then we're going and doing fancy stuff with them and taking them out because they don't have much. But when they come home... We've got extra cars at home, and they can go see their friends. And we can keep going to work, and they can stay at the house. yeah, they stay yeah. at the house. It doesn't cost anything, right. but it's also fun to get out and see this side of the country. So, I'm super excited to to go spend some time with my daughter and my son-in-law Nathaniel because he helped he helped get get you know he kind of got her there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it takes two to tango. <laughs> there you go. So we're kind of wrapping up our trip here, I think, at least for now. And so anything else anybody wants to add? 
I just think like uh, you know Jeff Jeff will tell you Chris will tell you Matt Chuck Dog will tell you you know just make a plan and do it and you know if it's if it's you know if you're if you're from from North Carolina like plan a trip to Oregon if you're from California plan a trip to Florida yeah. you know get out there and 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 do it and it, you know you just heard a whole bunch of of our shenanigans to the show and and I know you can that's fly. that's that's only what us old guys can remember. Pretty yeah, that's all we can remember and, and share in the short of time. That's uh, there's a lot more that happened just than that, and and we definitely had a great time on the way out here, and a, just an amazing time here at the show all weekend. And I agree, it's you just listen to our stories and what we did, and and all the fun and amazing things that we saw and did, and people we met and talked to and shook hands with, and absolutely don't just sit around and listen to our stories. Go out and make your own. Find a way to do it. Save your yeah. pennies. It's like Jeff Bar- uh, Jason Barbalia said today. Get out there. Meet somebody new. Slap hands with somebody. Yes. Meet somebody new every day. Yeah, that's and great. Enjoy advice. yourself. Figure out how to go to shows out of state. Do like me. Get a job out of state so you have to go. You know? There you go. Well, well, <laughs> in a sense, I'm letting somebody else foot the bill. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a while. and then It, it gets old. It does get old, especially for married. Yeah. Here's a, a little little one of my tricks that I did when I was uh, when I was younger when I had my niece on. I couldn't travel as much as I can now with the business. Um, but what I would do is I would plan a show six months, nine months down the road, and every payday I would go to the gas station and buy a gas card. I'd buy like a fifty dollar gas card or a hundred dollar gas card, whatever I could afford, and I knew I wasn't going to spend it because I could just get fuel or like. Fifty dollars in coffee. Like you can't really spend it like you can a credit card. So I would just put those in my dresser drawer, and then it was time for the for the um, for the trip. Yeah. You know, a good chunk of the expense was already taken care of. So, yeah, I remember when you do that. Yeah, just doing little things like that can can help you get out of debt. I tell people, I'm like, hey, start skipping that Starbucks coffee. Right. You know, make your coffee at home and and save that five dollars and put that up every day. You'd be amazed. Five dollars times thirty times a month. Right. Even if it's twenty times a month, that adds up. There's ways you can you can get out there. Everybody always makes excuses of why they can't. I know that some people just can't, but but if you can, find a way and go on a road trip. Make some you know, take an adventure, make some stories and memories, and yeah, you you'll, you'll appreciate it later on. That's for sure. Definitely traveling across the United States, you uh, you see a lot of interesting stuff, and I mean, there's a lot of things to see out there. Yes, amazing. So, amazing how. Uh, how diverse America is when you start crossing it. And really every state, I tell people, is almost their own little country. Yeah. It, the people are a little different. They talk a little different. They, you know, well, that's why I came down here is because I can't understand anybody in the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> they all have slang that I don't know what the hell they're uh, talking about. So talking just with the people down this way the last few days, the more I talk with them, I catch myself having a little bit of a draw, and I'm like, I, and I'm not trying to copy them. I'm not trying to be them, and it just, but it just, that's just, they, I, they just draw you in. I feel like it, I'm drawn now talking. So. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up down here in the South several times, and I think that the Southern draw is probably one of the easiest accents in the United States to pick that you pick up that mm-hmm. you don't. I mean. I, uh, several years ago, I was down here for about three years, and I definitely had that southern draw when I went home. Everybody was like, kind of 
looking at me funny, you know, and I picked well, it up. Well, you gotta pick it up so you can speak at their pace. Yeah, yeah, that's because I definitely yeah, we don't uh, talk too fast. But I will, I will tell you, having all these southern waitresses talk to me, like boring. <laughs> Keep <laughs> talking, baby. We're not on. Boy, we're really good. We're not really? on a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Nobody can see that. Just, just like, so they're going to go, oh, that wasn't as funny. Why is everybody laughing? Yeah. Damn, I wish I was live. <laughs> well, speaking of, speaking of accents, remember the guy uh, when we went and got pals for lunch that day? Oh, yes. Man, I could not understand what the hell that guy That's was That's right. Doing. We forgot about pals. Yeah, we it's pals me, and too. you know what? Yeah, we did eat a pals. But um, the, uh, and then we stopped at the um, Abraham Lincoln Monument. Like, there's yes. so much stuff that there I said is. that we haven't even, that, that we forgot or skipped that, that, you know, we'll remember down the road. But, but get out of the story, your guy. When I was heading for COVID, <laughs> I had to jump off the freeway for something. I don't know. There's a sign, world's largest spoon and fork. And I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, that's it. That's in Illinois, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go see this. You know? <laughs> why? But hey, why not? You know? <laughs> I think the dude, the, the dude in uh, the water boy that. Uh, the, the assistant coach of the water boy was trying to talk to Ron about what's in his trailer. That's exactly what it was. You couldn't hardly understand what he was saying. Well, it wasn't quite that bad. We caught something, somewhat of it. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was it, bad. It ended up being, he wanted to know if we were selling clothing, but yeah. I couldn't understand it. I didn't want to keep going, what, huh, what? Yeah, and I just said no. seven times, he just finally, Ron says no. I was like, no. And then, and then they, they left, but it was uh, it was, it was exciting, nonetheless. Yes. Like, I, I can't wait to go back to Johnson City and get more pals, though. They're ham Oh, man, that was good. That was my first that's time. That's in Johnson there. City? Uh, I think they're they're in in the area. That's the only yeah. place I've had it. I had it when I came to East Tennessee Showdown. Um, Kevin Fry, uh, one of the RA guys down in, in Florida, came up for that show and introduced me to that. And then I went back this trip. Now I'm getting all kinds of hate mail from, from Kevin Fry. Yeah, I saw that. Because <laughs> he didn't bring him one? No, he was just like, man, I hate you right now. You should know I'm a rapper. I should. Like, oh, oh, that was, uh, well, I, I want to I thank you, Chris, for having us on because this has been fun just sitting around. I mean, we're just sitting around talking about what we've done, but it's it's still fun to just sit around. And, it is. It's kind of a different thing, and, and I thought I'd try something different for this episode, and since we're all here in one place and we can just hang out in this house. and I mean, it's not very common, especially old Chuck Dog from Florida. How often are we going to get to hang out with him in the house? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, Matt happened to be working in Pittsburgh, drives down, and you guys, you know, even though you're six hours away, still, it's not, may never have this, this group of people in the house right. again. You no. know? So I thought it'd be cool to actually sit down and kind of record this one, this episode, where... We're just kind of all hanging back and have a different view of the show and kind of, kind of everybody share what they thought all together. Like you and I were talking earlier, the show made me, I want, I want to come back, but I want to bring something. Yeah, oh, I'd love to bring something here. Yeah, this, this is a great place, great show. Even yeah. if I had to figure out some way to come down and bring something and, and then leave it and have to come back and get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely a great thing. And if you can ever make it out here to the Southeastern Mini Truck NAS, I highly recommend it. It's right there on the top of my list. It's one of my favorite shows I've gone to. And the amount of cruising afterwards. I mean, yeah. we didn't get to see a lot of it just because of the rain. But, I mean, 
That that was cool. I mean, yeah, last year was crazy, man. They they cruised for forever. Last year they actually started the cruise like the the town police were the first two cars out in front, and then just everybody started following the police. Police went down to the end of the end of the strip. And then all the main trucks turned around, came back, and just kept doing. And that's the cool thing about here is it seems like the town really supports what they do here too. Right. Like they, that's something that I yeah. was earlier today that I noticed that was like parking's not real adequate here for right. this. No. And it's amazing how many vehicles are in business parking spots, and they just take. Yeah. A, I mean. I think they just expect it. Yeah, they you know just and. But they, they said next weekend it's going to be a bike rally. Yeah. So th- th- this town thrives on, on this kind of This stuff. kind of event, yeah. I think yeah. that's how most people here make their living off of these events. So they were probably glad that, you know, the COVID thing. So they could make a killing if they had a convenience store here. <laughs> I know, I noticed that. Or just they have the ABC store up the street. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah I found that. That's yeah. where I went and got ice. But even, even a grocery store here would be yeah. cool. <laughs> right. This place is probably going to turn into the mini trucker Sturgis. Yeah, probably. It's getting that way. It's getting pretty big, and it's yeah. such a great place to have it. I think we're... Uh, another, another destination show. Right. I think we'll kind of wrap this episode up. It's getting approaching two hours here that we've been talking. Doesn't seem like it, but yeah, it's uh, I think an hour forty seven minutes. And I just want to say uh, thank you for listening. If you took the time to listen to this whole entire episode, and hope that you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed listening to us just ramble on about our little adventures here. Yeah, and if you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. That's right. Subscribe. To, to help Chris out on the podcast there. That's right. I, got, I think I got six followers or subscribers on YouTube right you now. You had five so. the other day. Yeah, yeah I, I, I put it on YouTube. One. Yeah, I put it on YouTube as well. Oh, wow. So you can listen on YouTube, all your favorite podcast apps. Make sure to check me out on Facebook, Instagram. And if you listen on iTunes, please leave a review. If you can't leave five stars, just don't leave a review. You know, like my mom said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So, no, I'm just kidding. Just, you know, tell me what you think. I greatly appreciate it. All those YouTube, podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, it's all Billy Bob the Podcast. Can't mess that up. Please do that. Make sure that you check out Hammered Weekend Wear. Hammeredapparel.com, I believe is the website. Make sure that you check out Mini Garage on YouTube. They also have Instagram and Facebook. So. Yeah, it's at Mini Garage PDX is the is the show one, and then uh, Mini Garage on Facebook. Yep, there you go. How about you, Matt? You want to get on any social media? Oh, I'm Keg underscore Rig. Okay, well. Sixty seven, I think, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, you don't have to give it out, but you just. I think it. that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> now you have all the bitches be hitting you right now. <laughs> yeah. Be like, like. Oh man. Yeah. Right. Well, my mouth will uh, take care of that problem. As soon as I hear him talk. Yeah, or I'll say something that usually a compliment that they take wrong. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. How you got you such a fat ass. <laughs> How about you, Chuck? You want to give out your... My hey. Instagram's ChuckDog, D-A-W-G-88. There you, go. there you go. So you can check out ChuckDog, see what he's got going on. Check out Matt. Make sure to check out Hammered Weekend Wear Mini Garage. And I guess that'll pretty much wrap up this show. And like always, until next time, get off that couch, quit caressing your carrot, go out to your garage, build something, take a road trip, 
make some memories because when we all meet up, I want to hear all about it. I'll talk at you later or we'll talk at you later. We're out of here.